bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. I have no idea why the universe is doing this to me, but um, we are doing a live fucking podcast (laughs) this weekend Mm -hmm. in Arkansas. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against Arkansas. I'm actually excited to see Walmarkinsaw. (laughs) Yes, I did that. It's where Walmart was invented. Uh-huh. Now there's a Walmart museum there, and I want to fucking go to it. Um, I just, I just wish the live podcast would get canceled. Well, <laughs> we don't want to have to give back that money. But uh, <laughs> well, then I wish that we would go there, and then and then we don't have to give back the money, and I would get to go to the Walmart museum and the beautiful church, and not have to do the live show. Yeah. I mean, you know what? We got to go stretch those legs and we're going to get to go to Diversity Weekend in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. So if you're around or near Eureka Springs, Arkansas, you got to come see us Saturday, August 6th. So the doors open at 730. The show is at 830. It's going to be a whole thing. We're doing our live podcast. I'm opening for us. I mean, the whole show is is we've never done anything like this before. I've never done stand up and then introduce the podcast like right away. You could literally sit behind me. Um, but I don't want to. Um, I'm actually so. going to leave while you're doing stand-up. And then I'm going to be like, good luck to you, bitch. Do the live podcast by yourself. And this is actually, and mm. we did always, I mean, not for nothing, back when I had ambitions. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of just vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, vibes, guys. Mm-hmm. We, we did used to think about combining your stand-up and then the live podcast. Uh-huh. Now, I never really knew which would follow because... I'm. It's a fucking question. Fuck. I mean, I don't know how... Whatever. We Yeah, exactly. But we used so to talk about it, we and did. now we're doing it. And now we're doing it. So and good. we didn't plan this. We were asked to do it, which, yeah. which is exciting. We are being... Um, I can say we're being paid more for this live podcast than we will make on this fucking podcast that you're hearing right now all year. So I'm going to let everybody know uh, your girl's got a chip on her shoulder. It ain't cute. Okay. We are not making enough for this. And I've been in my, with Pee Wee and everything else, I've been in a full, just, I'm just in up my own nuts and self-obsessed more than usual. And I'm just, I've been analyzing. Mm Mm-hmm what my problem is and there are many but one of them (laughs) Mm. one particular one Mm -hmm. is that we went from watching tv for a living Uh and then i knew when you wanted to do politics for a podcast that i didn't know shit about politics and it was going to be hard Mm -hmm. and annoying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um i thought we were still i was still going to be able to watch tv and then do the (laughs) podcast i thought i would be able to watch the news and then do the podcast. And then we'd be able to talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. But we can't talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV because we can't watch TV because we have to read. And it's a lot of research and it's very time consuming. And this podcast takes so much time and so much work. And we make so little money. Mm-hmm. Very little money, right, Mau mm-hmm. When the hours break down. Pro- poverty wages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should be suing someone. I don't know. A lawsuit is on the horizon. So we're just trying to figure out. That's why if anyone's been wondering why the podcast has steadily over time gotten shittier and shittier, <laughs> it's because we've been trying to um, economize mm. the time we spend so that the dollars made are more per hour. 
because we make just very, very, very little. That's why we bug on about the Patreon. <laughs> also, the Patreon's fun, and we don't have to do any research. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's just fun to do. It's not time consuming. Oh, I mean, you know, it's like even if you're doing a housewives podcast, and we know many people who do them. It's what I wanted to do. You refused. Mm-hmm. Those are time consuming too, because you do. I mean, when we hosted Vanderpump Rules after show, we would be watching seven straight hours of Vanderpump before we'd go in there to to, right. to film those, uh-huh. um, which were on TV. They weren't podcasts. Um, so um, <laughs> it was still time consuming. And so I'm not taking anything away from that. But what it is, is uh, one, it's good. It's fun. It's <sighs> passive. It's passive. You're sitting there. Maybe if someone were reading me, these long drawn out Washington Post articles <laughs> while I painted my nails and uh, straightened my hair and did like face masks. Well, I'll tell you this. I would have more fun if I could rant and rave and be insane and not get like a death threat or something. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem. You know what I mean? Like people's yeah. feelings and stuff. But <laughs> uh, I did send out I, I start tried to think to myself, like, how can I start having fun again with politics? And the only way is for me to get in fights. Yeah, you're, you're so, trolling people on Twitter. I, I literally trolled this bitch yesterday who's pro-life and an obnoxious twat, and hopefully they're going to listen, and I did say that, and I did invite her on, and I did say we'd respect her. But, uh, you know, Too late. If, obviously if somebody comes on, we do give them respect. I mean, we don't just unleash. Yeah, right. So, you know, because people are human beings, and, you know, you got to treat everyone individually, but... I watched her. I got sucked into a thing. I got enraged. I then immediately sent an email, which was so nice, <laughs> um, but also pretty honest. And I haven't heard anything back. So they get one more day and then I'm going to rip into her and tear her a new asshole. Via email or Twitter? Via email. Because uh, there's like a press person. So I sent to a, to the media inquiry. Mm-hmm. I sent. And... Um, and I literally ended it with like, we look forward to your rejection. And so it's just like, you can at least say you don't want to come on. Is that was, what you're, that, is that what you're ripping? I want, to? I want you to come and say that you won't come on because you either don't want to deal with gay people or you don't want it because you're homophobic or your, your Christianity tells you that you can't or whatever, or you don't want to deal with the, uh, these pro-choice bitches, whatever it is. Yes. I want you to have the balls and I want you to have a response. If you don't have a response and the respect and the respect, if you we don't- heard back from Kamala Harris's the office of the vice president <laughs> communication department, I think this pro-life lady can can send a rejection letter. I want a rejection letter, which is what I'm expecting. And if I don't get it, the shit is going to get a fucking a spoken word op ed. And I'm going to say her name five million times and I'm going to get her. I'm going to troll her. Good. Well, um, we'll all enjoy that thoroughly. <laughs> and I do want to say to your um, in your defense, mm-hmm. um, we have learned a lot and it has been illuminating and enlightening and I wouldn't go back yes. and change it. And also, I'm quite sure anyone who is um, crudely and crassly and offensively honest, like we have been <laughs> many times about Housewives and Bravo yes. and... Vanderpump. I mean, we had to go like fucking have a sit down with Tom Sandoval and and we didn't even say anything bad about Tom Sandoval. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He mm-hmm. got offended by something so innocuous. I was like, Tom, you don't even know the shit we say about people. I mean, Tom, Tom, Tom. And he was very sweet and mm-hmm. holding a lightsaber. But that's another story for the for the Patreon. Um, but w- the shit that we used to say, we would be getting death threats for that. I think I think that the that social media and the climate and the and the the culture in this country has changed so drastically that now if you fall on the wrong side of the Garcelle and fucking Erica feud or whatever Uh the fuck, like Mm -hmm. the death threats be flowing. So, you know, I think it's 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 ham out there. It's (laughs) ham out there. Social media has made it so everyone is precious about their sensitivity, their entitlement to their sensitivity, their triggers, their victimization. And it's their, feud on feud on feud, feud on, on feud. It's feud on feud on feud. And then there's a feud and then someone's being bullied and then now I'm b- bullying and you're this and you're that. And I'm just like, you know what? And it happens in sports. It Everywhere. Hap- it happens in reality TV. It happens in politics. There's there's like five or six main baskets I've noticed. Mm-hmm. That a lot of us are are insulated from. Right. Like if there's somebody sitting around watching like only dealing with reality TV 
Twitter, they have no idea what kind of shit's going on in sports Twitter. They get so intense right. over there. Right. And it's a whole thing. Right. So there's nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Where to be as offensive as us. <laughs> and that's that's what's, what's up. So um, uh. politics is here we are. And I'm just looking for something that's more that's less time consuming or pays me more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, so we're going to um, I mean, we're continuing to do this. Obviously, we're going to continue. I was just talking about my chip, my issue, oh, and, oh. and I wanted the 14 listeners to know why the podcast has steadily gotten shittier and shittier <laughs> and shittier. <laughs> and that's why. Because we're like, hmm, how can we, how can we um, do less? And make more. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, the, well, that's the reason we live in, live in this city and work in this industry. This is America. And in America, we should be able to do less and make more. Well, when we're you're in this fucking industry, not even just podcasts, the entertainment, the showbiz, we are here to do do a small amount of work and make a lot well, of money. Well, I'll tell you this. I definitely do feel for me and my chip, which got actually quite a bit smaller over the years, has now grown to another human being attached to my body. Mm-hmm. It got it got way bigger. And it isn't because of, I mean, obviously money and all that stuff, but my chip now is fully and intrinsically connected now to politics. So I want to tear and kill and rip and throats and I want to do all of it. And, um, but we have to be careful what we say. And that's really annoying me right now. Well, Jesus dropped the charges with Pee Wee's (laughs) health, Memo. Um, yes, yes, but I did. really hope to God um, he don't arrest me again at the live show. OK, <laughs> please let the live show go well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it will, because anyone who listens to our Patreon podcast knows our shit can be very hit or miss. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to have some live Arkansonian people who are going to be doing our show. And I think that even if we suck, they're going to be great. And so That's there's true. no way we can lose. And really, at the end of the day, even if there's three people there, you know, we're in, we're out. You know what I mean? The consequences are low. That's right. And at the end of the day, at the end, end of the day of the other day of the same day, we don't need to play. We don't need to air it. So, but we we will because we're lazy. (laughs) But you know, the thing is, we always have the Patreon. So if you want to hear a free episode of our Patreon podcast or buy tickets to our live podcast in Arkansas, I never in my life thought I would say that we're doing a live show in Arkansas. Um, all the information is in the description down below this podcast episode, or you can go to our website, julieandbrandy.com. Uh, one person who's, um, um, our Patreon subscriber, um, and who's much, 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 much more successful than us, our very own handsome Emmy winner, (sighs) Travi K. He sent us a box of treats from Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Now, hopefully we get to do a live show in Nebraska because I've never been there either. Now you have, you got pulled over. No, that was in um, Wisconsin. Oh, get it mixed up. That okay. was Wisconsin. That was Wisconsin. So you haven't been to Nebraska? No. Okay, well, I've been to Wisconsin, so we have Nebraska next. Mm-hmm. Um, we can... Nebraska has corn? Nebraska has cheese. I think Nebraska's, like, more beef or cows. Corn? Oh. I don't know. I thought it was corn. Maybe it is Nebraska corn. Nebraska potatoes? That's Idaho. <laughs> cheese is Wisconsin. Cheese is Wisconsin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well... I don't know. Maybe it's everything because Travi sent us cheese popcorn, mm-hmm, my favorite ch- chocolate melties, mm-hmm. toffee covered pretzels, uh-huh. which were like you like those. Those were like you liked those Cherrier Rocher. Rocher, Rocher. <laughs> what are those? Yeah, yeah, Cherrier Rocher, Pierre Roger. Yeah, is that what it is? But I, I thought know. it was with a B. Those toffee things. Mm-hmm. These were pretzels with that toffee on top, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm. Uh-huh. Um, bison sausage mm-hmm. and various wonderful <laughs> peanut trail mix style fun bags. And listen, I'm not usually like, I'm not really here for trail mix unless it has like straight up fucking M&Ms or some chocolate chunks. And I need a lot. I don't need two per every peanut. These things that he sent, and they, these are from like a, some like kind of gourmet shop. It was all kinds of textures a lot of tech. And, you like those and textures. there was sweet things in it and mm-hmm. i had looked over at you i would hand you a handful and i would go mind my own business and then i would look over at you and you'd be eating one at a time i like mm-hmm. because like like my dad with the popcorn it's i think this is this is i think this is a through line for people who are big fans of popcorn okay 
people who eat a lot of popcorn, I think they learn a discipline or I don't know if it's just about like also the whole um, business of eating the popcorn. They like to do a one to one, one to one. My dad does one popcorn piece at a time. I've noticed you doing that. <laughs> I take five. I'll find it in my hair. I'll find it hanging in my hair. I'm like, why can't I fucking just eat this one at a time? So I look over, you're doing it like you're doing the popcorn one. And I'm like, are you eating one? And this is after several handfuls. I was like, <laughs> excuse me, one peanut, one weird crunchy texture thing, one weird sweet thing. And I was like, no, I'm making you the perfect handful so that you put the whole handful in your mouth. And then it's all the textures come alive. I'm, well, I did try that. And then you and they did come alive. And didn't you think of some of the best trail mix you've ever had? It, the trail mix was really good. And I, in fact, um, sometimes look in the mirror and think of my boobs as peanut trail mix style fun bags. Oh, good one, Memo. Good one. Hello. Hello. Where are you from? <laughs> Doing a live show. Who you likes get... fun bags? <laughs> Who likes long fun bags? No one. Well, you know um, what? If I ever um, eat them, I'm going to eat the whole handful. And I'm going to eat well, You're going to have to have many handfuls. Yeah, I'm not going to eat it bite by bite, one piece by piece, okay? Put the whole handful, shove it all in your mouth, and, and enjoy because well, it's all the textures at one time. Sometimes I like to put the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> and sometimes I like to, like with popcorn, I'll take a handful and I'll, here's, what, here's the many different ways you can eat the popcorn. Obviously, one-on-one. You also can do a, a, a rainfall. Okay. Uh -huh. all, you know what I mean? Or you do the handful and you just shove, shove. it all in. Yes. We know each technique. So, I'm telling you, you might do, that's what I like to do those one or two. But once your ass settles in with the whole bowl, because first yes. you offer it to me, I shove a handful, <laughs> it gets caught in my cleavage and my hair. I go, gross, this is so too. annoying. <laughs> I can't have enough butter or salt. It's oh, all in my I teeth know, now. I have to immediately leave and go floss. By uh -huh. the time I floss and come back, you now are settled in. It's on your lap <laughs> and you're doing one to one one piece to one piece or and you're, two and you're watching the tv oh i mean there's nothing like <laughs> it and it lasts forever that's the thing yeah because really at the end of the day people who like popcorn just don't want to stop eating that's why <laughs> we like it because there's a ton of it and you can just keep eating it high five to you and russ <sighs> it's salty all i want all i want <laughs> is a vehicle for saltiness mm -hmm. and either a buttery flavor or sour cream that's all i care about in life here's what travi said in his card to julie and brandy I'll keep this short and sweet since I'm so busy as an Emmy winner, but I promised the gift when I sent my pictures ages ago. Time flies when you have an Emmy. Anyway, my previous <laughs> gift never finalized. The sketchy website from which uh, I ordered should have been assigned. So Listen, same girl, same. I'm having a big problem with sketchy websites. Yeah. So instead, instead, I got off my lazy Emmy-winning derriere and thought of giving you a taste of Nebraska from a lovely local shop in Linden. Enjoy the treat. Sincerely, Emmy winner Travis Keechel, a.k.a. Travi K. Emmy winner, a.k.a. Emmy winner Travi, oh. Emmy winner K. He's the only Emmy. His Emmy is the only Emmy we'll ever have because yep. it's on the Drug Den Bulletin Board. Mm -hmm. And what's more important than the fact that he won an Emmy, and, and I know it's hard to believe anything could be more important, <laughs> is the fact that he is hot. <laughs> now it's time to find out what the Republicans are cock blocking now. I'm a victim of the no. stop. Our segment called what the Republicans are cock blocking now, where we fill everyone in on the most recent, usually crucial and oftentimes life-saving piece of legislation that will never see the light of day because of the cock blocking Republicans in Congress. We've done this segment many times since Joe Biden got elected because Democrats hold the majority in the House of Representatives. Any bill put forward in Congress first has to pass the House before it can move to the Senate. And since Democrats hold the majority in the House, we've seen so many important bills pass the House in the last two years, only to get cock-blocked in the Senate. Republicans and Democrats have an even 50-50 tie right now in the Senate, and most bills require 60 votes or more to pass. 
So the fact that Jojo and Kiki have gotten anything passed, including the recent historic gun legislation, the historic infrastructure bill, and the COVID relief package is a testament to how bad motherfucking ass they are. Now, normally, Mamel, you and me, you and I, yeah. do this segment together. Uh-huh. But today, I'm just going to tell you what happened, because okay. although you know what the Republicans cock-blocked, uh-huh. you don't know the full T. And the shit is dead ass piping, okay? <laughs> there was so much drama on last week's episode of The Real Housewives of Congress. And for once, the fucking Democrats were the shady queens, and it was glorious. Mm. Chuck Schumer played Mitch McConnell like Portia played Candy, and at the end of the week, everyone blamed Phaedra. <laughs> now, like Mau Mau, a lot of you guys listening probably saw clips of a pissed-off Jon Stewart talking about how Republicans cock-blocked the Veterans Bill. Uh-huh. And you might be thinking that's what this segment is about. And on the surface, it is. Because they did cock-block the Veterans Bill. But the thing is... They had already voted to pass it back in June. The Republicans, I mean. It's a bill that basically provides expanded health care benefits to veterans who are exposed to active burn pits known to cause terminal cancer, period, end of story. Now, it was a bipartisan bill that easily passed the Senate back in June. Um, But I just have to say, as a side note, Republicans are such monsters that 25 of them still voted no on it back in June. But it didn't matter because it passed the Senate anyway. Then it went back to the House for final approval because every bill has to go through weeks and months of laborious bureaucratic bullshit. And that's just the rules. And that's the way it goes. So if the Republicans already voted for it, you know, to pass back in June, why did they change their votes this time? What's the problem? Okay, well, here's where it gets complicated. So stick with me because there's a lot of ins and outs and what have you's. But get your slow clap ready, girl, because the shit is fucking savage. (laughs) So, okay, remember back in May, we did a story about how JoJo and Kiki set aside $3.1 billion to support American manufacturing of batteries, like car batteries, Mm. iPhone batteries, Mm -hmm. lithium batteries, (laughs) EVO batteries, battery batteries, (laughs) the kind of batteries that are car batteries, truck batteries, batteries for for your phone. Batteries for the, like, triple uh, A batteries, double A batteries, I C mean, batteries, like D batteries. I mean, like, your headphones, your fucking... Uh, batteries are literally in every single piece of technology we use. And basically, we get them all from China. Like, we can't, you know, there was a period of time where we couldn't even get, like, portable air conditioners or portable fridges or something right. back with Trump because of our trade deals with China. Mm-hmm. We're dependent upon China for supplying the chips and batteries that we need to run our lives, period. And remember, by the way, that's the only thing they confiscated from me at the Beijing airport, my anchor portable USB phone charger. Mm -hmm. And at this point, they literally put batteries in suitcases so people can charge their phones on their suitcases. And you know what I think when I see that? One, there aren't enough batteries to waste on that. I don't want to see a fucking (laughs) charger in your fucking suitcase. And two, I wonder if China's confiscating people's fucking carry-ons. I wonder. I mean, question. No one bitches about our dependence on China more than the Republicans. But of course, they weren't supportive of Jojo and Kiki's Iowa battery farm or wherever the fuck it was. But it was literally like they're putting they're going to make this Mm -hmm. place where they're going to make these batteries. So because of the China battery bullshit, a bipartisan group of Democrats and Republicans got together in Congress and created a bill called the Chips and Science Act. Okay, which will invest billions of dollars into U.S. companies that produce computer chips and semiconductors so that the U.S. can start to become competitive with China and technology again. We've completely fallen off in that area. Everyone knows it. It's a huge reason why our trade relationships are fucked. Our economy's fucked. We can't be dependent on China. It's detrimental in every fucking way. Yeah, start making stuff here. I mean, sorry, start making stuff here again instead of being entitled to every single thing being given to you like baby formula. Like, sorry. And there's that whole, remember that whole, like, Huawei? They oh, started, yeah. They're, yeah. they're doing they're, shady yes. shit with the chips. Yeah, they're looking in your phone. They're getting your data. Everything yeah. we get from there. We need to cut off we the shit we get from China. All of it. Like, sorry. fuck it. Like, we need to become sustainable. Our country, yeah. it's clear. And usually it's Republicans. <laughs> so Chuck Schumer took this bipartisan microchips bill mm-hmm. to the floor of the Senate for a vote last week. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Chuck Schumer... 
He's technically the Senate Majority Leader, but let's be real. Mitch McConnell has been owning Chuck Schumer since literally January 20th, 2021, the day that JoJo and Kiki got inaugurated. Mm -hmm. Because that's when Mitch McConnell took a private meeting with Democratic Senator Joe Mandouche and somehow got Joe Manchin to promise to keep the filibuster. And ever since that day, there hasn't been one single moment that has happened in the Senate that Mitch McConnell has not orchestrated. Yeah. Until now. Oh. So... Chuck Schumer went to Mitch McConnell last week and he asked Mitch McDick to get all his shitty little Republican minions in the Senate to vote yes for the bipartisan microchip bill. I just want to repeat bipartisan. Now, I know I'm being repetitive and I'm even sick of the sound of my own voice at this point, And we've still got 20 more minutes of this shit. So I know everyone else is. But again, I just have to say Republicans are the ones who constantly bitch about our dependence on China. Trump's entire campaign against Biden was how China was going to own us if we elected Biden. So in a non-corrupt world that isn't made of lies, Democrats wouldn't have to convince Republicans to vote yes on a bill that gives money to American companies who that, by the way, is all they care about to make microchips for our phones and computers so that we don't have to buy them from China. But we don't live in that world. And I find it maddening. (laughs) So Mitch McPiece of shit (laughs) said that he would only get his Republican minions to vote yes on the microchip. Oh, look, pardon me, the bipartisan microchip bill. If Chuck Schumer and the Democrats agreed to drop the Build Back Better bill. Now, just in case you don't know, don't care, don't remember, the Build Back Better bill is classified as a reconciliation bill, which is basically a budgeting bill. It Mm -hmm. has to deal with budgeting. Those kinds of bills only require 51 votes to pass the Senate rather than 60. It essentially died, the Build Back Better bill, because Mitch McConnell got two Senate Democrats, Kirsten Gisma and Joe Mandouche, to agree to vote no on it. And that's the wonderful bedtime story of how two sociopaths who call themselves Democrats blocked a historic bill that would have helped so many families and children who are suffering and struggling. And not for nothing, Mamao, those same two so-called Democrats, as you know, Joe Mandouche and Kirsten Gisma, they also killed the filibuster as well as Biden's huge infrastructure bill. Um, so the Build Back Better bill was dead and everyone knew it and everyone knew why. So Chuck Schumer assured Mitch McConnell that Build Back Better was dead and gone. So Mitch McConnell got the Republicans on board and they all got together last week and they passed the bipartisan microchips and semiconductor bill. Okay, it's called the chips and science fucking blah, 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 blah. whatever. Joe Biden signed it into law. History was made and the Republicans pretended that they weren't huge cock blockers and that they're still pretending that Joe Biden doesn't do anything. Uh huh. Oh, no, Joe Biden, he doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) But then, the next fucking day. Oh, tell me. I mean, I'm, okay, go ahead. Literally, after promising Mitch McConnell, Mm. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schum announced a revised version. A genius. Of the Build Back Better bill. Genius. Okay. Genius. It's with a change name. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act. And at the same time, he announces that he revised the bill completely in secret with none other than Joe Manchin, who has agreed to vote for it. Oh, that's interesting. Now, that's very interesting. Yep. Why would Joe Manchin do that? He went in there and he he tooled around with it with Chuck Schum, whatever. They went in private. And yeah. our, our boy, good old Chuck Schum, who cried on camera <laughs> yes. about the Muslim ban yeah. during the first week of Trump's presidency in the uh, first month of this podcast. Uh-huh. Good old Chuck Schum, who rides his bike along the Hudson and cries <laughs> about the environment because he thinks of his grandson. Mm-hmm. Good old Chuck Schum who has been Mitch McConnell's bitch for six straight fucking years, lied straight to Mitch McConnell's face because good old Chuck Schum made a dirty deal with a shady Democrat named Joe Manchin behind closed doors that no one saw coming. And the Republicans were fucking pissed. And that's why they voted no on the veterans burn pit bill, even after they'd all voted yes, because they were pissed. 
And then they went around on all the news shows and blatantly lied and yeah. said they voted no because the bill was different. And that's why Jon Stewart lost his ever-loving mind and followed them around on all the news shows telling people to read the bill, which was blatantly posted on congress.fucking.gov or whatever it is, which literally showed that the bill that they voted no on was the exact same bill that they had voted yes on in June, except for one single line. Ted Cruz stood at the airport and lied right to TMZ, and you can find the clip anywhere, talking about how Democrats tried to sneak extra spending and into the veterans bill. It was a total lie. The bill's the same. And why would Republicans care anyway? Don't Republicans love fucking veterans? Aren't they historically the party of war and military? Mm -hmm. Who cares? They love spending money for nothing. They're sad we left Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. They made up weapons of mass destruction to keep spending money over like on the military. Like the, the military's the biggest budget we have. So why not spend money on veterans? Those stupid piece of shit Republicans got so pissed at Chuck Schum for outsmarting them that they knee-jerked and voted down a fucking veterans bill. Half the people of January 6th are veterans that they'd already voted yes on, and then they got caught fist-bumping the moment they killed it on the Senate floor. Mm -hmm. The optics were so bad, there was no way to spin it, and believe me, as I said, they tried. They trotted out Meghan McCain's husband to commit career suicide on Twitter. <laughs> and they had every foul fuck on Fox News lying through their teeth about the bill being changed. But Jon Stewart made sure everyone knew that it was a lie. And then Chuck Schum ate them one last time by announcing that he was actually going to bring the veterans bill back to the fucking floor for another vote this week. <laughs> He's literally forcing Republicans to pass it because there's so much publicity now, he knows they'll all lose their midterms if they don't vote yes. Wow. Wow. I am so proud I keep, and it of keep, Chuck Schumer. And it gets wow. better. It, it keeps getting better, Memo. This is giving, I mean, this was really, in a way, this is the Southern, I mean, this is. Oh, I could not wait to tell you. I, I wouldn't cannot, even let you listen I to checked this. Like, out, I'm telling you this. I checked out so hard this week. And, um. Didn't know. I mean, I knew I, the stuff with Ted Cruz. I knew that was going on. And then Joe Manchin. It's like they're it's they've been browbeated, I guess, so long. And Joe Manchin got on and practically cried on the news about how he's so tired. Oh, it's not my fault. But it is. And you knew. And I guess that's why you went in there and you fucking made something happen. And no matter what happens with the revised Build Back Better bill, a.k.a. the Inflation oh, Reduction God, Act, I love it. Chuck Schum killed the fucking game with that secret deal with Manchin. Wow. He kept that shit such a secret memo that even the Democrats were pissed, which is why fucking Joe Manchin is practically crying. He's like he because he's 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 being browbeaten, which he deserves. Yeah. But he would not probably wouldn't even agree to meet with Chuck Schumer unless they met alone. So Chuck Schumer. Uh, he kept that shit such a fucking secret that the Democrats were pissed too. Bernie Sanders doesn't even give a fuck what's in the new bill. He's just livid that he was kept in the dark. Mm -hmm. But Chuck Schum did that shit, honey. He gathered them all the way up, <laughs> Mau Mau. <laughs> he did. He Rep gathered them up. Republicans and Democrats. Wow. He's like, I'm going to make this work with Joe Manchin if it's the last motherfucking thing I do. And you know why? Because if it passes, the Inflation Reduction Act will include the most important climate action ever legislated in u.s history and chuck schum rides that bike and thinks of his grandson and worries about the environment and he needed to make it work now we ain't gonna get too deep on the inflation reduction act until it passes but it does have some great stuff in it and i say just do a google i'm not gonna list it here i like i cannot wait to stop talking and kill myself but <laughs> it it's like it does. It, in, it includes like they will not tax people who make over four hundred, you know, under four hundred thousand dollars. They're going to tax, you know, rich and Good. corporations. Finally, it's, it's definitely um, historic action that would allow Medicare to negotiate drug prices, which is a huge thing everybody's obsessed mm -hmm. with. That completely changes the game for like drug companies and this all this bullshit. But Chuck Schum is trying to say that in addition to redoing the fucking veterans burn pit vote, which he is going to do this week, that he's going to get the inflation reduction act to the floor this motherfucking week wow. before Congress leaves 
for a recess on September 5th. Now, I don't think that there's going to be enough time because on a reconciliation bill, as we remember with the bill that with the like the very first reconciliation bill, which was the COVID relief bill, they took out one part. And what it was, was um, raising of minimum wage. So Mm -hmm. everything in the bill has to be related to the government budget Mm -hmm. or they remove it. And so even after they hold it for a vote, it has to go get approved and that's a process. So I don't know if they'll get that done before the recess. But regardless of whether it gets done this week or it gets held up for a vote when they get back on September 5th, the real fucking gag is that Kirsten Jizima will be the only dumb bitch left with her titties out. And there's no one left for her to hide behind and no real reason for her to vote no on the bill. It's a lose, lose. For that cunt. Oh. And I cannot wait. Wow. I can't wait. No one, every single person on every single cable news show and every single blog, every single person is like, what is this bitch gonna do? She's so fucked. All we can do is hope that she kills herself. Okay, well, five minutes after recording this, Julie went on Twitter to to uh, fan out on Chuck Schumer and found out that the veterans burn pit bill. Apparently, Chuck Schumer held the vote and got it passed. I mean, the 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 news cycle is spinning and turning like the days of our lives. But um, it's Chuck Schumer's day. It is Chuck Schumer's day. There should be Chuck Schumer day from now on every uh, August 2nd. That's right. There should be Chuck Schumer Day because he is the first Democrat to fucking hand it to Mitch McConnell, slap him across the face, fist him up the ass. Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. We fucking finally did something. He liked. Oh, he got. It feels so good, Chuck Schum. Mazel tov. I mean, it is all the. I hope that you are. Ever your family is around you tonight. I hope that you're making love to your wife. I mean, Everybody needs to be celebrating. And oh John, my God. John Stewart is probably like sucking his dick <laughs> and the veterans need to know. And if you know, have a veteran in your oh. life, you need to tell them that it was the Democrats that did this. That's it was right. the Democrats that did this. Yep. And I don't care how hard it is to talk to people. And we have all of us are living with this and dealing with this. We're Ugh. surrounded by stubborn Republican veterans, but it's our duty <sighs> to say, and spread the word. We're so proud. Ugh. Two huge pieces of legislation in five days. And now, I mean, he's got three more days to try to get Inflation Reduction Act. I, I, I'm, 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 I, I, I I'm, sh- I'm shocked, but I am pleasantly and so relievingly <laughs> happy. I'm happy. Now it's time for gay guys and their feelings. Looking cute. And feeling cute. What you gotta do? Boy, let me tell you. You're gay. It's okay. It's a present from Jesus every day. This segment is called Gay Guys and Their Feelings, where we hear from gay guys with feelings. This week, the gay guy with feelings is Anne Flora. Anne is not a guy, and we don't know whether or not she's gay, but it doesn't matter because she's one of our 14 listeners, and she's one of our most cherished members of our Patreon podcast, Framily. Subscribing to our Patreon has many benefits, and one of them for the talented subscribers like Anne is that you can leave us a gay guys and their feelings message. If that appeals to you, then join our Patreon and you too can send us your (laughs) gay feelings. A quick backstory to give Anne's gay guy feelings some context. We do two hour long podcasts on Patreon.com every week. At the beginning of each Patreon, I play a song. And at the end of each Patreon, Brandy plays a song. In between, we talk about anything and everything except politics. But because we always open and close every Patreon episode with a song of our choosing, we often end up on tangents about different singers and bands and genres and things and such as an uh-hmm. 
which is why some of you may remember we had a gay guy in their feelings sent in by patreon subscriber jen cowling who got a little salty when brandy dragged eminem during a tangent at the end of the patreon when she was setting up her song which was definitely a rap song and i um i drag white male rappers period because mm -hmm. i pretty much hate them all and then ironically <laughs> i'm pretty sure i played jack harlow at the end of the fucking thing so but regardless jen sent in her gay feelings which was when she became known officially as salty jen and now she's our de facto tour guide in <laughs> arkansas and that is exactly why we do this segment so to set up Anne flora's gay feelings it's important to note that unlike my ending song, <laughs> most of Julie's <laughs> opening songs are usually corny, older songs ranging from the 60s to the early 90s. Because of this, we get into many, 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 many conversations about what we together believe to be dorky and insufferable music from the past. In fact, the title of our second Patreon podcast from this week is Kale Cetera. <laughs> and before anyone of a certain age gets salty like Jen, no, we definitely do not, Mamao, right? Hate Peter no. Cetera. Oh, my God. Because no one does. No. We did, however, say he was very unfortunate looking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, on one such occasion, and in fact, I think it was probably many, many, many multiple occasions, we got into a heated discussion of how we hate the cranberries. <laughs> this was then hotly debated in the comment section of the Patreon episode. And I have to say the vote was pretty evenly split. Mm -hmm. There were definitely a lot of people who agreed with us. And I think it was, in fact, the majority of the people on the, in the comment section. But I believe that there were probably tons of people that disagreed but they just didn't comment. Right. Because like they it, didn't want to get into. The yeah. Because it can be an echo chamber of just our feelings. And right. also, I do appreciate if you don't agree, then pipe down. Like, keep it to yourself. <laughs> we weren't really asking. I mean, we weren't really asking for anyone to agree. No. You know what I mean? We didn't. Mm -hmm. But however, and it does take balls to go on there. Now, and Flora, she happens to love the fucking cranberries. <laughs> and when you love something, mm -hmm. you can't. You can't pipe down. No. You, you got you to gotta stand for... Yeah, you, need, yes, you have to. You, have you know to, what I mean? Because otherwise you can't sleep at night. Ex exactly. And um, Ann Flora came on and... Um, she came on like Salty Jen who loved Eminem <laughs> yeah. and fucking stood there in the darkness of loving Eminem yep. on a gay podcast. Mm -hmm. And Ann Flora wanted to tell us why... Not only why she loved the Cranberries, but why... Um, we were misunderstanding. <laughs> yes. So without further ado, here is Anne Flora and her gay feelings on the cranberries, which by the way, th this is very, this is crossing all platforms because this was also her Patreon idol submission.
is about senseless violence committed by the IRA. In many ways it mirrors events in the USA. It's about brainwashed men who don't think again. They just kill, they just kill, no matter what. With their guns and their head, they choose people's fates in their heads, in their heads. They are zombies to the headers, to the headers. Fight me, fight me, fight me, me, me. To the headers, to the headers. Fight me, fight me, fight me, 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 me. Oh, 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 oh. Crushed it. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because finding an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard, especially when half the country are mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult and the other half are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy complaining about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to win the war. (laughs) There's literally a story in the Washington Post this month about how, quote, top Democrats complain that Joe Biden is not meeting the moment and they think Kamala Harris isn't doing enough. (sighs) (laughs) This is the kind of bullshit that will have me and Andrew Yang's third party, okay? And I will think it's fucking very, 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 very ironic that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. If the shit comes to an end, I'm going to think it's quite funny if we started off and you were extreme and I was in the middle and we go through five, six, seven years of this shit and we both end up in some weird ass third party <laughs> run by Andrew Yang, okay? But that's where it's headed because I can't deal and you can't mm. deal. No, I'm, I'm, I'm... I think I recall you saying you your chip got smaller and now it's the size of another human being. <laughs> That's like, true. It's like a basically a conjoin, conjoined twi- that is, twin. That is correct. Your chip. My chip is, and it does also include the Democrats. Of course. So, yes. And it isn't because they're not doing enough. That's not the problem I'm having. I'm quite sure I described the problem in the opening <laughs> to this. So it's time for us to make moves. People need to start taking matters into their own hands. And, you know, I'm sorry. Don't be surprised if you catch us fucking in some fucking weird ass third cult. <laughs> right, Mama? Well, I'm hanging on by a thread and thank God we've this is happening because this is keeping me firmly in the Democratic Party until another minute passes. <laughs> so here at Dumb Gay Politics, we are huge fans. Speaking of people who are taking um, matters. matters into their own <laughs> handsome hands, uh, we're huge fans of a man that many a heterosexual and homosexual thinks is very glamorous and slicked back and handsome and hot. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say he was hot. I We directly heard someone say he was hot. Oh, that's right. His tall, tall, slim, metro, alpha, sensitive energy exudes far and wide. And basically, I like to think of him as the third president. We have Jojo the president, Kiki the vice president, and then... 
there's Gavin Newsom, who runs the third largest economy in the world, California. For whatever reason, he hasn't run for president, and apparently he never will, which is fine, since we want him to keep his sensitive yet handsome energy running our state so we can continue to lead the country in climate, employment, and generally being awesome. As much as I love my beloved state of Massachusetts, where our fourth president, Elizabeth Warren, hails <laughs> That's right. and works, and I do miss it, and, I, and, and believe me, I do have my back burner plan when everything falls apart, where I have to get in the truck and drive to my parents' house and live in their basement and truly embody the middle-aged agoraphobic celibate that I've truly become. But until then i will keep trying right here in the cleanest state in the country now gavin newsom is the kind of politician who gives you the perfect combination of hollywood and washington dc he's open and good looking and looks like he can conduct the shady backdoor business that has to occur in order to get anything done while embodying his own integrity and shady moral code we love the guy and in addition to all the policies he stands behind for California, what he just did gave me life. He just signed into law a cunty, fuck you, to anyone who's against a woman's right, and particularly to the law in Texas, which allows people to sue a doctor or an Uber driver who drives a woman to go procure her right to end her pregnancy. Texas is apparently trying to turn their state into some fucked up version of Dog the Bounty Hunter meets The Handmaid's Tale. At around the same time, Texas started making women slaves again. <laughs> the Supreme Court went ahead and started passing gun laws that pander to the NRA and the gun lobby. And honey, mommy daddy Gavin Newsom isn't fucking here for it. I like to imagine Gavin and his crew after Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court and Uvalde and they just had had enough and they got on a group text and here's what I like to think the group text how it went down. Can you believe this shit? No. And of course the Republicans won't do anything. They're the worst. Fuck them. LOL. 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 <laughs> vomit emoji. Seriously though, I'd like to go fuck Mitch McConnell's wife and send him the video. And that's coming from a woman. LOL, you're so nasty, Anna. <laughs> Anna's like the deputy secretary of his administration. Ha, and did you see Texas? Oh my God, they're such assholes. I wish we could send abortions there and slap every Republican across the face. Ha, how about something better? Meet in my office, 7 p.m., someone bring some food. I'll bring Paquito Moss. Dude, bring Del Taco and stop being a loser. <laughs> Copy that. Someone bring Heffenweisens and cigarettes. You're going to die at this idea. I'm going to get so wasted. You're going to have to abort me. LOL, LOL, ever, LOL. Everyone delete the thread. And thus it begins. <laughs> Gavin Newsom signed into law this week or last week, I should say. And by the way, this is after he'd been pounding and trolling Republicans with their bullshit with fucking a whole handful of other laws. California has the toughest gun laws in the country and everyone can fucking suck it. Hot bun slick back Newsom signed a whole bunch of laws. AB 2571 prohibits marketing guns to minors. AB 1671 restricting ghost guns. And it goes on and on. There's also other laws. And this is new. Against selling a certain ca California fairs and how they can be sold. And then there's not selling certain ammunition and parts. And there's schools. And it's a whole thing that we don't have time to get into. So it's a whole succession of these laws that lead into the big law that I like to call the Texas abortion trolling fuck you Governor Abbott and all of you imagine and all of you pandering fake pro-life twat bags who don't actually care about life and only care about an imaginary idea of what you think life is because you think of it as a little baby who apparently is already in the crib living inside a woman's body. You don't think about actual life. You don't think about children's lives. You act like you're Christian. You act like you understand what anything even is. But the only thing you actually care about is a man's validation and making sure that everyone gets their guns because you think you understand the Second Amendment or what the Constitution even is or who wrote it and why but you don't know shit except for a dick that's fucking you constantly that you feel you have to receive without any actual say go fuck yourself in fact if you did that maybe you wouldn't be a pro-life fake christian demon ruining all of our lives with that said the best of all the laws that gavina nusima passed is bill ab1595 that would allow californians to sue gun makers after violent acts or should gun violence fall on them or witness it or whatever the bill will allow private citizens to sue those who make, sell, transport, or distribute certain illegal firearms, which is directly modeled after Texas's recent anti-abortion law. Oh, that's genius. And it's also what I always wished for with social media. 
yes. if they, if they radical were responsible for radicalizing somebody who went like the guy who I, yes. shot up Pulse nightclub, could be next. I'm like, you go ahead and get sued. You yeah. go ahead and get sued. Yeah. Whoever runs that fucking Facebook group, you get sued. Yeah. Now, this law will award at least $10,000 per each illegal assault weapon and ghost gun. Those made at one's home or, you know, identified in a lawsuit. Private citizens could also receive at least that amount through lawsuits against dealers who illegally sell to individuals under 21. So if you don't know, the Texas law that he's basing this on allows private citizens to file lawsuits against those who perform aid or abet an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected, which could be as early as six weeks before many women know they're even pregnant. So this law does what? Because you went too fast. This law mirrors that Texas law specifically to say fuck you to that law. We can sue anyone who what? Makes a ghost makes gun? Makes a ghost gun. If you get shot up in a school shooting, if you witness who it, you sue? you sue the gun manufacturer. Anyone who aids and abets. And, and or let's say you the guy made a ghost gun at home and is under the roof of his parents. I guess you go ahead and you sue the parents and that guy. So much like that you would do if you were if you were an Uber driver and somebody sues you for driving a woman to go get an abortion. When you told me this, when we were discussing your so there's that's and you told me this story and we decided to we were, you know, going back and forth and we decided to go with Monique. Yes. But I told you to hold on to this. Mm -hmm. I'm quite sure I was drunk because I know for a fact I was because we then um, went into a whole hole with Monique and like Steve Harvey, and mm -hmm. it was great. Yes. And then we ended up in a very deep hole about Orange County housewives and the quiet woman, um, which <laughs> yes. is where we're literally headed to dinner tomorrow because <laughs> of that. So I know I was drunk. Um, uh. So I'm like, when we're trolling like season 11, trying to find Shannon Bedore getting in a fight with Kelly Dodd at the quiet woman, I'm definitely wasted. However, I thought this bi bill allowed like bounty hunters of some sort i thought there were bounty hunters affiliated with it and that's what really got my me really into it i know it was the ghost guns but i was like well imagine bounty this. hunters out to find who the fuck they are well you would have to do that privately so that's what they because they keep saying the word bounty hunters was was thrown around in texas because you become a bounty hunter when you've heard they're setting up websites to follow women to troll women to yeah, so they're the creating, with, but those are private citizens. And with the ghost guns, those are always anonymous websites where, where you can buy the gun anonymously without any identification, and then you put it together at your house. So you would have to, you, well, you'd have to become a private investigator to even find out where the, who the fuck we that, that's We could become gun bounty hunters in California if we wanted to. So it would be like that. It's just the way these fucking assholes are doing it in Texas and that they're beginning to do it in other states. So you become your own. We become, that's why it's Dog the Bounty Hunter. You can... You know, somebody can start some fucking website where they're tracking names of any woman or let's say they're like Brandy Howard. We know she got pregnant. So we're going to go, hey, um, these were hey, oh, oh, I, I heard that, too. Let's go track her down. And now we're in a, some fucking in a website and bounty hunting and we're taking it upon ourselves to be some private citizen. Well, that's a little different than bounty hunting, Mama, which is someone puts a bounty on someone's head and okay, the, dog, well, okay. the bounty hunter goes and finds them and then he gets that bounty. But that's now possible. if you yourself know you want to sue someone's parents because the kid shot up, you know, your child. And so you're like, I'm going to sue the parents. That is technically like going after your own bounty if the lawsuit were to be considered a bounty. But it's a loose comparison. It's, all, I see. it's all loose. I was in my drunken state making it very literal because i want people to be hunted down and killed right now like literally <laughs> well ab absolutely yeah that we can't do <laughs> however how about this for some reason i thought uh, gavin newsom could pass that bill <laughs> start stop drinking unfortunately he cannot but i do love this because it's i love how this is just a total troll it is 100 percent this is a political, this is a power trolling. This is power trolling, <laughs> power trolling at the highest level. And it's a fuck you to pro-life assholes. And not just pro-life people, but he's also speaking directly to the Supreme Court. And he, he gave a speech and he spoke to them directly. And he's like, I'm not going to let you do this here. I'm just not. And P.S. May I, might I, mm. um, the Republican cock blocking um, segment from earlier also power trolling. Chuck Schumer, power trolling. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, I love it. When we're doing it. When we're doing it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it. 
And it's and you know what? It's the here's the this is the first time we're seeing a Democrat fucking do it. And, and this know, is how you got to go. This is how you got to do it. It was the first time we saw Congress do it. At least Chuck Schumer. So maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope. I love that this is a total troll and a fuck you to pro-life assholes and the God complex power mongering extreme activist conservative court. By the way, talk about them fucking talking about I'm worried about an activist court. Well, we're in one. And these ridiculous laws they're creating. And he's saying, oh, you want to put a bounty on women? You want to make destructive and money-grubbing laws for the gun lobby? Well, we're going to go ahead and use your law and your logic and your words and your rationale to do the same, motherfuckers. So you want to do it? Fine. And you know what? Governor Newsom, he's going to do all that. And he's going to look good at doing it. Love you. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much and we are so grateful for all 14 of you, even though it probably seems like we aren't because we are <laughs> complaining constantly and um, giving you horrible content. Um, with that said, please consider joining our Patreon <laughs> podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour and we try to get at least the first one out by Sunday, if not both of them. So you have all week to listen to them. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no stress. And best of all, there's no pressure to join the Patreon. Um, and I'd like to say we're less negative over there, but I'm not quite sure. <laughs> if nothing else, you'll be distracted mm. from your own life thinking how annoying and problematic and negative we are. And we just posted episode four. Now, we have been less negative during the Patreon idols. We just oh did episode God. four of the Patreon idols. Um, and believe it or not, no one seems sick of it yet. Um, they are bar none, some of the best episodes and content period yeah. that we've ever done yep. and been a part of. Yep. It's pinnacles for us. Pinnacles, pinnacles. Okay. And if you want to hear other uh, shows, other Patreon episodes that we offer, there's a link to a free episode of our Patreon podcast in the description of this episode. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. And there's a button on the bottom of every page that says, click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you like it and you decide to join, you can import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, like Apple or Google or whatever the fuck. Uh, or you can listen to them right on Patreon.com, where you can like and comment on the episodes. And you can also message us privately and other members of our Patreon family. And you got to join if you want to submit yourself for future Patreon Idol episodes. I mean, we've got a few more to do, and there's still some room for your submissions. And we continue to get submissions. Yes. And as always, it's been real, and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay, and it's been dumb. And power trolling. <laughs> Cranberry power trolling. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful hand in hand he's just a little broad dine because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look don't judge a book by its cover i'm not much of a man by the light of day but by night i'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. 
I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night Or maybe a bite Night I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 